Welcome back to Faith Fit. I'm Catherine Laguna. This week's special guest is Cara Klein from New Orleans, Louisiana. For those who don't know Cara, she's been setting records since she was nine years old, creating music throughout her teenage years to releasing her first album at the age of 18. She's even won numerous Unity Awards and is now working in a ministry she founded called His Own. Wow, Cara, you're such a hard worker. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Thanks so much for joining me. I feel as though you're this female powerhouse and a part oh, of <laughs> and part of, I know, right? And part of your ministry, his own, is all about empowering women to live their mm-hmm. faith fully. Can you talk a little bit about your ministry? Yes. This ministry which I co-founded with two other beautiful, amazing women. Their names are Christina and Maria. Um, it's just been one of the greatest joys of my entire life. Uh, it's a really funny and interesting story behind, there's a funny and interesting story behind the ministry and how it all got started. Everybody always wants to know, um, how did the three of you girls come together and start this this band and ministry for women? Because that's what we are. We're a band. We lead worship. Um, we've recorded some albums. We're, got, we're about to work on a new album. And we also have a ministry specifically for women to inspire and encourage women really to live out their feminine genius and be all that God has created them to be. So we travel, um, like I said, leading worship, but then also we give tons of retreats for women all around the country. And we were... First of all, we were roommates in Nashville. Christina wow. Maria had known each other for, they had been friends for a long time. They, their, their families had been friends. And I moved to Nashville because really, because I really felt God calling me there and I was wanting to go deeper into, um, my own music ministry as a Catholic recording artist. And we moved in, the three of us. We were, we became such good friends. We became like sisters. We all sang. We were all singing together, <laughs> um, praying together, talking, you know, laughing, crying, just really sharing our hearts. And we had such a beautiful community between the three of us. And after almost like two years of living together, we really felt convicted um, that God had just brought us together to be roommates, but that he was mm-hmm. calling us to something else and something deeper. And and that's how this ministry, His Own, came about. That is so remarkable because I find it very encouraging that you inspire women to be themselves, but then to also yeah. share in that light and bond that they have with Christ. And I think that's something that might be missing from other places or organizations or even in the world, honestly. So how do you guys embody the two to be the female powerhouse like you are and mm-hmm. also <laughs> the love and mercy of God? Well, one question that we asked ourselves when we started the ministry is, how can we best serve? We wanted to come together and start some kind of ministry, and we wanted to sing together, and we were looking to maybe record an album together, but we really asked that question, 
where is there a need in the church? Um, and how can we best serve the Lord right now? Like, is that just singing? Is that just music? Is it just leading worship? Is it just, you know, recording an album? Or is there something else where God is really calling us to serve? And none of us ever envisioned that we would start a ministry for women. And that in a very particular way that we'd be reaching out to young single women who were in the same boat we were at that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, We were all, you know, late twenties, early thirties, wanting to get married, you know, wanting, asking, Oh Lord, where are you calling me? Am I in the right place in my life? You know, what is my vocation? These questions that really can plague us when we're single. And, you know, but we, we wanted to see where, where we could serve. And we were like, you know, how can we best use this moment of our lives and this time to serve the Lord? And I think that when you ask that question, that pulls those two things together of serving Christ, really following him, but being able to use your gifts in such a wonderful way. Um, because that's what God wants to do. He wants us to use our gifts and he wants us to be happy and he wants us to be full of joy, but we find that joy when we serve others. The other day you posted a quote on your Instagram, which I absolutely loved, and it said, the woman's soul is fashioned as a shelter in which other souls may unfold. And that's from a Carmelite nun named Edith Stein, later known as St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. So Mm -hmm. how important is it for women to know that they carry this light, this love and hope Because I feel like oftentimes the world just focuses on our imperfections and not of the beauty that we all hold within. Absolutely. And this is one of the main messages that we we speak about and we really try to communicate to women that at our retreats, you know, when we're giving retreats, if they take away one thing, we hope that the thing they take away is the truth that they have an inherent and irreplaceable dignity and worth in Jesus Christ, that they are they are worth so much and they are so beautiful and that they themselves are a precious gift to this entire world, not because of anything we do or because of how we look or the size and shape of our bodies, but because of the mere fact that we are daughters of God and that Jesus loves us and has redeemed us and that God, God the Father created us in His image and likeness and that the way He's created women in his image and likeness is by the gift of our femininity and by the fact of our femininity. This is something that's really being lost in the world is this value of masculinity and femininity. And it's something we talk about a lot too. It's good that women are women. It's good that women are feminine. It's good. We're, we're equal to men. Absolutely. But we're not the same. And that's a good thing. Wow. That's very beautiful. So I wanted to get into your music, and you have such a big library of music that people can listen to on iTunes and um, all these other places where they can find music. As I mentioned before, you released your first album at 18. Wow, that album was called A Touch of Your Grace. You've also released other albums such as Catch Me in 2013. And more recently, you have an album, It's You, that debuted last Mm -hmm. year. And a little bit that's different from that album is that you worked with the girls from your ministry, right? Absolutely, yeah. We, we made This was our first album as his own that we made together. Wow, that's really cool. How different is it to work with other people in a band? Because the other ones were more solo projects, what were they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny because I think that out, from the outside looking in, 
especially in the eyes of the world, people can think, oh, like maybe it's not as fun or it's not as fulfilling to work with other people because you kind of have to like share the spotlight, so to speak. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, definitely. Um, yes. <laughs> I think that that's what people would think with the eyes of the world. But I will tell you that working with these two beautiful women, it has been leaps and bounds more joyful and more beautiful than just working by myself because um, we're not made to be in isolation. You know, God has created us for family. God has created us for community. And it is always so much more joyful when whatever we do, we do in community, whether that's living together, you know what I mean? Living with roommates or living with your spouse, living with your family, working together. Um, God did not create man to be alone, you know, and that, <laughs> that comes across in a lot of different ways. And so, working with these two beautiful women where we're all bringing something to the table and where we traveled. We have so much fun when we travel together. I mean, we always get so excited about our trips because we just are, they're two of my best friends, you know, we're like sisters and we just laugh so much together. So it is so much more wonderful. And I have felt so much even more blessed to be working with the two of them rather than by myself. It's been the greatest gift, honestly, that God has given me in my ministry. When you find those friendships that it's just it clicks and that bond forms, it just really shows you the beauty of what God has to offer to all of us. Absolutely. (laughs) What is it about music that captures your heart? Well, I think that music enters our hearts and speaks to us in a way that's beyond words. And this is why music is, is one of the ways that we encounter beauty in this world. And beauty is beyond logic. And so beauty can touch the heart and touch the human person where logic fails. And I think that that's why um, there's a beautiful quote, beauty will save the world. And I think that that comes across in a lot of ways through art, through um, the beauty of like, you know, encountering genuine love, genuine virtue that you can't deny is beautiful um, by beautiful music. I love music so much because of its beauty and because it has pierced my heart, my, my entire life by its beauty and would reach my heart in a way that words couldn't. And I think that does that for many people because that's why everybody, that's why music <laughs> is so popular and people love music. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you've won six Unity Awards by the United Catholic Music and Video Association. And that one includes Best Female Vocalist of the Year. So how does it feel to be recognized by your gifts and your music, especially your faith on this level? Oh, thank you. I I was very, very honored and humbled to get that award for sure. Um, One thing that I will say is that there are so many wonderful Catholic artists out there and kind of the Catholic music industry, like quote unquote, so to speak, is definitely like a little arena that has for sure been growing and expanding over the last years. So I was, I was so honored to get that award. Um, but, you know, I'm really honored and inspired by so many other Catholic artists. I was living in Nashville for almost four years when I was living with Christina Maria. We were roommates when we started this ministry. And in Nashville, actually, a lot of Catholic artists live there. And it's, it's so encouraging and, and inspiring to see um, beautiful men and women who are stepping up and are using their gifts that God has given them, not just to make Christian music, but also to really, um, to really reach Catholics in a particular way. That's very beautiful. The next section of this, I wanted to tell you, I call it wedding bells because you oh, just awesome. told me, <laughs> you just told me that you're getting married June 2nd. Oh my goodness. That's around the corner. <laughs> so what's your journey been like with your fiance as you guys are preparing for the sacrament of uh, marriage? Cause wow. <laughs> 
It's been amazing. It's been so amazing. I love telling the story of my fiance and I, how we came together. We actually met six years ago. We met six years ago feeding the homeless. Wow. Um, I had volunteered to feed the homeless and he was living where we I was living in New Orleans at the time. We were both living in New Orleans at that time. And I had volunteered to feed the homeless and, um, and he had organized this group. Um, that for, for feeding the homeless. So he was there and I guess it was something he was doing once a month or something. But, um, I, I met him and we just kind of became friends. We'd, I, we didn't think too much of it at all. And then the, of course, in a lot of cities, the young adult kind of Catholic communities are very tight. And so that's how it was in New Orleans too. And we ran across each other a lot in the same circles and we just became friends. And we were in the same circles of friends and with each other from time to time. And we just had a good friendship. And then I moved to Nashville and he moved to Birmingham within two weeks of each other. Like two years later, I moved to Nashville and he moved to Birmingham. And we were so excited because we were like, oh, we're going to be neighbors. You know, (laughs) Nashville and Birmingham were like three hours away from each other driving. But it was kind of close in our mind coming from New Orleans. I didn't know a lot of people from Nashville. (laughs) He didn't know a lot of people from Birmingham. And I was always driving through Birmingham, um, you know, maybe like every other month or every several weeks. For one reason or another, you have to drive through Birmingham to get to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And there were some things that I was also involved in in Birmingham. And so whenever I'd go, I would just text him and be like, hey, I'm coming through Birmingham. You want to have some coffee? And we, we would get together every time I'd go through. And he came to see me in Nashville a couple of times. And we just had a really, really great friendship. It was really just kind of like a brother-sister friendship. But it was this kind of thing where I was... I was always kind of interested in him in the mm-hmm. sense that if he would have asked me out, I would have said yes in a heartbeat, but I didn't think he was interested. And he was always interested in me and was never sure whether or not he should cross that line and like asking me out and he didn't want to ruin our friendship. And long story short, um, one year ago, uh, we walked the Camino together. He asked me to go on the Camino with him, the Camino de Santiago. And for those of you who don't know what the Camino is, it's um, one of the most ancient pilgrimages in the Catholic Church and it's essentially the the path that St. James walked to his grave it ends in Santiago, which is where the tomb of St. James is. And um, so many pilgrims have been walking through Spain making this pilgrimage for, I mean, just so, so, so many years. So we walked through through Spain together and we went as friends and we left dating. And um, after all those years of friendship and then got engaged five months later. So <laughs> it was a really, it's funny. I tell people it was a slow beginning of many years of friendship. And then it was a fast ending because we didn't date for very long. But, but it was easy. Cool, yeah. It was easy to date. Yeah, yeah. Quickly because we knew each other for so long. And so he's an amazing man. I'm really excited to marry him. <laughs> Aw, yes. I'm so excited for you guys. It's so great. Especially, especially to find someone that shares that bond with the faith, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He has a beautiful faith in God. And yeah, and I'm, I'm so grateful for him. So any future projects coming up? I know you're going to take your time for the honeymoon and things like that, but mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> anything else planned for the rest of the year? <laughs> I will tell you that the girls and I have a lot in mind that we want to do. We absolutely are um, are talking and discussing and writing music for a new album. Wow. Um, I don't know exactly when that's going to be out, but we're that's for sure in the works. We actually just released. Um, a Divine Mercy album too, which is a sung Divine Mercy chaplet. Um, And we we wrote a new melody and everything. And 
Um, I, I personally think it's very beautiful. Of course, I'm partial, but um, we, <laughs> yeah. we released that. Yeah, we released that just um, just within the last you know month or so. So um, it's been that that's been our most recent project. And you can also find that on iTunes or on our website, BeHisOwn.com. Every all the information, all of our music, everything about our ministries on our website, BeHisOwn.com. Um, but yeah, we're hoping to do something soon. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to get check out that chaplet right after we're done with this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. So then I I know I've mentioned Instagram, but if you wanted to let everybody know how they can follow you, we can keep up with your projects as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And we post a lot on social media, both Facebook and Instagram. Um, We release also YouTube videos. We have a YouTube little series called Makeup List Monday, which is um, basically where we sit and we're without makeup, usually. Sometimes we have to film with makeup, but, um, but it's without makeup usually. And, um, and we talk about various issues that really that women struggle with and that we've struggled with. So, you know, the whole concept of it is that many times, you know, we wear makeup on our faces to cover ourselves up, but we wear makeup on our hearts even more so. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of us sharing openly and honestly about a variety of topics. So um, we post about that. We post blogs. We do videos. We do a lot of different things. And people can find us on Facebook at Be His Own, just like the word to be, B-E, His Own, Be His Own, or Instagram at Be His Own, or Twitter at Be His Own Music. <laughs> I am very happy that I got to talk to you today because I find your ministry so inspiring and definitely for women out there. So everybody, please go check out Be His Own on the website. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast, <laughs> Car. I really appreciate your time. Well, thank you. I'm very, very honored. And thank you to all the listeners who are listening out there. And yeah, praise God. I'm very honored to be on here. And congratulations on your wedding. Yay! Thank you. Yeah, pay for us. Close. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'm Catherine from Facebook. Catch you on the next one.
tree.